Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of this podcast. My name is Jana Mileva and I am more than happy to share with you today another set of answers from the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records is a universal library which stores in itself all the wisdom, the knowledge and the love that permeates throughout the universe. The messages from the Akashic Records we receive from the masters and teachers in the Akashic Records. These beings that take care of the records themselves and who have also agreed to teach us how to evolve, how to learn, how to grow. The questions that I'm going to answer today for you from the Akashic Records came from listeners to this podcast. If you yourself would like to ask a question, feel free to forward it to me and I will be more than happy to answer it. If you, of course, would like to have a personal reading from the Akashic Records where you are going to ask some personal questions, feel free to book a session with me. And if you would like to learn how to open your own Akashic Records and receive this information yourself, feel free to register for a seminar. All of this you're going to find on my webpage, joyridecoaching.com. And with this, I would like to start with the sharing of the information and answers for today. The first question that I received is, why is self-love so important? And here is the answer that I received from the Akashic Records, from the masters and teachers. All kinds of love are important. Self-love is the basis of them all. If you are unable to love yourself, you are unable to love others. For if you are into the habit of judging yourself, you automatically transfer this habit to judging others too. If you are unable to love yourself, you are unable to receive love from others too. And if you are unable to love yourself, you are not loving God, for you are part of God, as thus you don't love the entirety of God. So you judge yourself, you judge God, for you are a part of God and a creation of God, and you are judging it. A big part of your humanity has been indoctrinated with the goodness of self-sacrifice. You celebrate a son of a God who sacrificed himself for you. Why should this be necessary? Why shouldn't you be able to believe the words of Jesus if he hadn't died for you? Aren't these words wise on their own? Why do you think a holy man cannot have a long and happy life? Don't you want to be holy yourself? Isn't this your end destination? And don't you want to also be happy? Why do you think you need to choose? one or the other. Pain may be well a part of your human experience and might also be a decent motivator to take action, but it is not the best motivator. Love is. You believe the words of a person because you feel they come out of pure love and wisdom, not because this person sacrificed him or herself for you. And besides, 
the great adepts of your time were aware of the structure of the universe and the illusion of the separation from the source. What you might have perceived as suffering, they didn't. No being who loves you wants you to suffer. Do your parents wish for you to suffer? Do your best friend? Does your loved one? The ones who love you don't want you to suffer. And so does God, too, not want you or need you to suffer. Suffering is an energy that has a specific vibration. And this vibration has a specific effect on you and your physical and mental well-being. And it attracts specific things to you. Things you don't necessarily like having in your life. Be smart. You are a radio antenna. Transmit and receive the appropriate channels and frequencies. You have consciousness. Don't allow another to tune you. Tune yourself. Choose yourself. Choose the love, the self-love. No being in its right mind will be angry with you for taking a good care of yourself being kind to yourself and feeling deep love for the person you spend the most time with, you. We hope by now it is clear how absurd it is to not love yourself. We will now show you how to do it. Are you ready? One, two, three. Here we go. Take a pen and some paper and write down a homework. You need to build some new habits, and this takes time and dedication. Or you think it's not worth it? You think it is not worth getting to know and love all aspects of God? We don't believe you. We know your soul, and we know you care, and we know you can do it. So now, please write this down. Every day, at least 10 times a day, Glance at a mirror, a photo, or an object of yourself and say to yourself, Ah, I love myself so much. What a wonderful creature God has created. Thank you, God, for me. Thank you, me, for me. You're doing a great job. Come here. Let me give you a kiss. Should we repeat it? Did you write it down? Did you get the idea? Do you ever get tired of telling a person you truly love, I love you? Do you ever get tired of hearing from your loved ones how much they love you? So treat yourself with love too, because it is fun, it feels good, and there is nothing more natural than expressing love to the most relevant being in your life, you. So, dear ones, this was the answer to this first question. I hope it was interesting for you and it made you think a little bit more how important you are and why you should spend some time on self-love, why you should honor yourself and appreciate yourself. And now let me go to the second question. This question came from a gentleman from UK. And he asked, 
What is the lesson the world currently needs to learn? What does it mean that it is darkest before dawn? And here comes the answer from the Akashic Records. It is not really darkest before dawn. Just the human soul has been waiting for the sun to come out for so long, the entire night, that the last hours before the dawn are the most difficult because the human patience is ending and the waiting and the darkness feel unbearable. But dear children, there is not a single moment of the day when the world is completely without light. If it is not coming from the sun, it will be coming from the moon. And if not from the moon, then it will be coming from the stars. And if it is not coming from the stars, it will be coming from a candle. And if it is not coming from a candle, it will be coming from a human heart. There is no reason to be afraid of the dark. The things that are usually dangerous at night are also dangerous during the daylight. It is your sight and your perception that makes the dark night less desirable than the bright day. But darkness does not equal danger. It just equals uneasiness for some. But you can just as well feel uneasy in the bright daylight. How you feel, what you do, and what you encounter has nothing to do with how dark it is outside. We hope you understood that this narrative about the day and the night, the darkness and the light, is literally true as well as metaphorically. So don't worry about the darkness. Just make sure you are equipped with tools to deal with the difficulties, regardless of the amount of light in the world. Then you will always have an enjoyable experience, no matter the position of the sun in the cosmos. The world doesn't need to learn a particular lesson right now. What is the world anyway? Isn't the world the nature, animals, mountains, humans, planets, stars. The world as such doesn't need to learn one lesson. Maybe you are rather wondering, do humans need to learn a particular lesson in order to grow and be out of the current pickle you find yourself in? The individual lessons and growth are much more important than the collective the collective lessons are rather a trick from life to force those that have fallen behind to catch up. So if you find yourself now in a difficult situation, if you feel life is pushing you to make new life choices, don't try to go back to your old life. It wasn't working anyway. A new one, a much more abundant and expansive one, is waiting for you on the other side. There is, however, one particular thing that most of the humans currently on Earth have not mastered yet. It is responsible for much more than the small health crisis you think you have currently. It is responsible for wars, deaths, 
hatred, and darkness for many of the hundreds of thousands of years. The humans have forgotten that they are not separate from the source. They have stopped to hear the voice of love and have decided that they are alone in the universe and need to take care for themselves on their own. This couldn't be further from the truth. You have been walking with blindfolds for far too long, dear children, and have forgotten the world behind the blindfolds. You have started to believe that the experience with the blindfolds is all that is. It is not. The universe is so much more than that. Some of you put the blindfolds willingly on. You thought it will be a fun game to play. On some of you, however, the blindfolds were forced. But regardless of the reason why, what matters now is the current state. And the current state is that you see and experience much more darkness and separation than there really is. You must be wondering if there is something you can do about it. Yes, there has always been something to do about it. First, you need to realize that the blindfold actually does not exist. You have simply closed your eyes. And all you need to do is open them. And once you have started opening them and tasting of the light, warmth and love beyond, you will never want to close them again. Your spiritual teachers have been trying for centuries to let you know of this. This, here, this earthly experience is just a dream, a dance of illusionary images behind your closed, blinded eyes. Your spiritual teachers have already long ago tried to explain to you how the world of light looks like and have given you the tools to reach there. It does not really matter which spiritual path you will follow as long as you do follow one. And many of you don't follow any. And no, it is not enough to believe in God and to go to church once a week for an hour or two. What you do with the rest of the hours of the week, this is what is important. These are the hours that count. The majority of the hours wins. You feed your body many times a day. How often a day do you feed your soul? And which one do you think is more important, the body or the soul? We beg you, dear children, do yourself a favor and please pick something that your soul is thirsty for. It can be a prayer, a meditation, a mantra, a gratitude journal, a spiritual lecture or discussion a seminar, a class, a meeting with a spiritual coach, anything, just do something. The moment your eyelids crack, even a little, and you start seeing beyond the veil, it will start getting easier and you will be excited to continue on the path. You know what you need to do. You have been planning of doing it for a long time, but have been procrastinating it 
or have been lying to yourself that it won't give you the effect you desire. When you're hungry, do you pass by a piece of bread, even if you know it won't fill you in? No, you eat it. And you know that even if this one piece won't be enough to satisfy your hunger, it will satisfy it to some extent. And you also know that eating a few smaller pieces of bread will make you full. It is the same with the food for the soul. You don't need to wait for the perfect spiritual tool, the perfect teacher, or the perfect teaching. Do something. Your soul will thank you and you will feel better than before. And step by step, piece by piece, you will feel whole again. So, dear ones, these were the messages that I wanted to share with you today. I hope they inspire you, bring you some good energy, make you feel better about yourself, and yeah, why not give you a little bit of a push to start doing a little bit more of some spiritual practice, taking better care for yourself, for your soul, and for your body. Thank you for listening. And if you yourself have some questions you'd like me to ask in the Akashic Records, feel free to email them to me. Contact me on my webpage, joyridecoaching.com. I wish you all the best, love you, and thank you for your willingness to grow and be the best version of yourself. Thank you. I love you. And be blessed. Bye-bye. See you next time.